Today is the 1st of October 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name, as always, is Ray. I really want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, if you'd like to follow along with a physical piece of paper in your hand or a physical copy of the script in your hand, then you can download the script. There is a download the script button in the episode notes. Click that, you'll get a PDF of today. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, or if you'd like to partner with Walking the Way, we would really appreciate that. The links to our giving pages are in the in the episode notes below. And finally, if you want more information about me or the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? In the beginning there was nothing, and out of nothing you fashioned a universe so vast, so unimaginable, that we can only sigh with amazement when we stare upwards at a starlit night. And within this universe you positioned the earth and populated it, created for it and designed for it to be a place of beauty. Creator God, thank you. In the beginning there was just potential the seed within the packet, soil's nutrients, sunshine's warmth, rain clouds gathering. And within the tiny seed, all that is our daily bread encoded, primed and ready should it be planted and allowed to grow. Creator God, thank you. In the beginning, there was humankind placed within your garden, made steward, gardener and caretaker of this place of beauty given responsibilities and the capacity to enjoy it. And yet, among the seeds we've sown have been weeds and crops of our own choosing, which have not shown fruit or have spread and choked the earth. Creator God, forgive us. Amen. Isaiah 10, verses 1-2 to Woe to those enacting crooked statutes and writing oppressive laws to keep the poor from getting a fair trial, and to deprive the afflicted among my people of justice, so that widows can be their spoil, and they can plunder the fatherless. I worked for a man once who said to me that he would sue his mother if she owed him ten pound, and would spend a hundred quid to get the fifty quid back that he was owed. He is now wanted for tax fraud and tax evasion. And when he closed the company, it was a few years after I left, the company owed over £10 million in tax. I'm sure many of us know someone who is so devoted to wealth that it is their sole reason for being. You know, some might even say that our governments are set up wholly for that. And currently, the underlying question in the UK in relation to COVID particularly is to open up the economy or keep everyone safe. But going back to the company I worked for, they created structures and policies that took advantage of their employees. And so I wasn't surprised to find out after I'd left that this company had been riddled with lawsuits from employees. Leonardo Boff coined the phrase God's preferential for the poor in his work on liberation theology. And that sense that God has a preferential option for the poor is riddled through scripture, it's full of it. 
God has a greater desire to see the poor looked after than to see people grow wealthy, often at the expense of others. You know, Jesus said something quite powerful in the Gospel of Luke's version of the Beatitudes when he said, But woe to you who are rich, for you have already received your comfort. That's uncomfortable words for us in the Western world. Woe to you who are rich, for you have already received your comfort. I'm not suggesting that wealth is bad. Wealth creation is important because it creates jobs, and if done in a godly manner, builds and sustains communities. There are countless examples of good, godly businesses that have built amazing communities all across the world. But it's when the creation of wealth comes into conflict with God's kingdom that it becomes sinful when it exploits and degrades people, whether it's personal wealth or national wealth, it will all come crashing down, as my former boss found out. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God, and then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today, and today we continue with Paul's first letter to Timothy. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Father, open our eyes to the words. Open our ears to what you would have us hear. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We started 1 Timothy yesterday, and I just felt it was important that we go back and we look at some of the introductions to 1 Timothy. And... We started 1 Timothy yesterday, but actually yesterday we started the first of what they call the pastoral letters. They are 1 and 2 Timothy and the letter to Titus. Now, 
one of the reasons why I think it's so important we look at this is because at the currently there is a big debate as to whether Paul wrote these letters at all. And so for some scholars, they are what they call Deuteropauline, as they claim to be written by Paul, but actually may have been written after his death. Probably, you know, the, the scholars that hold that view will say that they were written after his death. Personally, I think the arguments for Paul not writing them are weak, are weak and circumstantial. It's the way I feel about it, and it would, it would take too long today to dispute them fully, but it is worth looking up if you're interested. As I say, personally, I think Paul wrote them. If Paul wrote them, then the date the date of writing was around 60 AD, and he probably wrote them in Rome. Certainly, to Timothy, there's an implication that Paul is aware that he's going to be dying soon. So he's, they're probably written in Rome. But those who say that Paul didn't write them put the date of authorship to mid to late 2nd century, around about 180 AD CE. 1 Timothy specifically has been described as the pastor's manual, and it's advice to Paul, to Tim, from Paul to Timothy about leading a group of believers. And Paul sees that Timothy needs help, as he's not a natural leader. But God has put him in the place where he needs him. So the letter is all about how to run a church, basically, and some of the issues that are around it. But enough of that. Let's carry on with Paul's first letter to Timothy as we read 1 Timothy 2. Our Bible readings today are taken from the Holman Christian Standard Bible, and today we're reading 1 Timothy 2. First of all, then, I urge that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for everyone for kings and for all who are in authorities, that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. This is good, and it pleases God our Saviour, who wants everybody to be saved and to come to knowledge of the truth. For there is one God, and one mediator between God and humanity, Christ Jesus, himself human, who gave himself a ransom for all, a testimony at the proper time. For this I was appointed a herald, an apostle, I'm telling the truth, I'm not lying, and a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. Therefore I want the men in every place to pray, lifting up holy hands without anger or argument. Also, the women are to dress themselves in modest clothing, with decency and good sense, not with elaborate hairstyles, gold, pearls, or expensive apparel, but with good works, as is proper for women who affirm that they worship God. A woman should learn in silence with full submission. I do not allow a woman to teach or to have authority over a man. Instead, she is to be silent. For Adam was created first, then Eve. And Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived and transgressed. But she will be saved through childbearing if she continues in faith, love, and holiness with good judgment. We're going to have our second piece of music to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that may just have caught our attention. And I think there might be some in there that have perked some people's ears. And after the music, we're going to say our prayers for the day.
before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, voicemail. The links are all in the episode notes below. Um, we would love to be able to support you and pray for you. We've been asked to pray for Frida. Frida is a, a quite an elderly lady. She's quite sprightly, but she's quite elderly who is currently recovering in hospital, having fallen down and broken her femur. Let's pray for Frida, shall we? Loving God, we pray for Frida. We thank you that for Frida she's in good care and that she's responding well to treatment. Lord, we ask that that the healing process would be quick and that Frida would be returned to her independence and her the way she is, Lord. She is lovely. She's amazing. We thank you, God, for the medical care that she's receiving. We thank you for the care that she's received. We pray for David, her son, as he worries, particularly as he's not able to visit. So, Father, we lift Frida up to you. We ask that you bless her. In Jesus' name, Amen. Our prayer for today. Loving God, may your love that never fails strengthen the weak, encourage the fearful, calm the anxious, heal the sick. Through your church, your washed hands and feet on earth, distant but still present, virtual but still connected, apart but still helping. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Walking the way.